Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Monday, our 306th edition of the Faith Led Business Podcast. Super excited to be here with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about the wilderness and what it looks like to be in the wilderness and God's plan there for us. Because lots of times we choose to see the wilderness as a negative, as a reason to to pull back when he's actually calling us in that moment to take charge and to push forward, to keep moving. And so we are going to pop in really quickly to Psalm 136, verse 3, and then verse 16. And this is what it says. Good morning. I see you all popping on. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, his love endures forever. Remember, remember we have been talking about these last few days. Above all else, above all else, what God wants us to focus on is returning back to our first love, which is him. To make him the number one in our lives, to make him the number one in our businesses, And to make sure that we are in a place where we can actually detect and hear him speak to us clearly for next steps. Clearly for, you know, he is our GPS and we are looking to to grow there, to go to the place that he wants us to go. When you hear the word wilderness, what do you think of? Do you think of starry nights, a nice little tent that you've put up, a nice little bonfire, a place where you can commune with God and his beautiful creation? Or do you think of bugs sleeping on the ground and no running water? Which one of those (laughs) is your go-to when you think of wilderness? For Christ followers, a wilderness can mean a time of testing and a season of growth. If you're in the wilderness today, rest assured that you have a guide in that wilderness and it is none other than Christ himself. Every follower of Jesus goes through several wilderness seasons during their lifetime. How many of you, raise your hand if you have felt that you have recently gone through a season of wilderness time some time to grab your backpack (laughs) i think many of us have each time the experience exposes how vulnerable how defenseless and how small we are in this big world but god is always doing something in us the wilderness is no mistake in navigation and I think that I want to make a pause right there because many times when we end up in a place that we would call wilderness we think it's a mistake we think how is it I'm a good person how 
is it that God has me in this space where everything is negative, where everything hurts, where there's only pain, where I don't see a way out? I can't see the end of this hike. And so we think it's a punishment. We think it's a... Um, that we brought it upon ourselves because we are not um, close to God or whatever. I mean, we have endless reasons to start complaining and to start questioning ourselves, you know, why would God do this to me? Why would he do this to me? But here's the thing. The wilderness is no mistake. It's the path to freedom that God has chosen for his people to go through. In the wilderness, God loves, God's love becomes stronger. And our hearts that are hardened become soft once again. And it just reminds me of when the Israelites were, go, were being taken by the lead of Moses to the Red Sea. And the Egyptians were on the attack. And they felt that they were surrounded. And very interestingly enough, if you were to take an aerial shot of where the Red Sea is, they could have actually gone around it. They could have gone around the Red Sea. But God chose to bring them to the obstacle. Why? Why? So that they could witness and they could believe that the God they had been serving and praying to was listening to them, was faithful and would keep his promises to deliver them from the bondage that they had been experiencing. So when you are looking at your wilderness right now, once again, don't think it's a mistake. It's not that he's putting negative things on you. Only the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So never put that on God. But we know that God will only allow what you are able to get through with him. And so when we are in our wilderness, it's not a time to push back to pull back, to isolate ourselves. It is a time to declare even more strongly. Yesterday we were talking about using our voices where you could like literally hear us instead of just thinking about God blessing us and God um, being with us through difficult times. We were talking about actually proclaiming his word out of our mouth and not being scared to declare that. When he takes us to an obstacle, his hope is that we would be willing to see him in the middle of it, to see his protection, to help us get through it, to see the next lesson learned in that moment, and to ultimately surrender from our own expectations of ourselves and of others, and finally hand over the car keys to him, and when we say, Jesus, take the wheel, we stop being backseat drivers. And we actually let him drive.
as the CEO of our business and the Lord of our lives. And so it's super, super important for us to remember, we were talking yesterday about how it's all around mindset. It's all around mindset. And when we can see the obstacle that's in front of us as not a reason to push us down, but an opportunity to elevate us in our faith, grow our trust, be bold in our expectation of what's coming next, and understanding that seasons are seasons. They come and they go, just like our feelings. They come and they go. And he's saying no more of wandering around in the wilderness. He's saying no more of complaining that you don't have enough. I am taking you to this place so that you can see your Red Sea part. So that you can walk through and see the walls of water on your sides and you are completely dry. So that you can feel the amazing protection that God sends you on a daily basis. And you would be a witness to then by seeing those things, by seeing him show up in your life and recognizing and praising him and thanking him for it, that you would be a witness, a witness to those you are called to serve in your business. I think that lots of times we end up in a place of stagnancy and only those who are willing to see themselves in a different place to see the promise instead of the famine are the ones who get to see the promise actually come to pass. Caleb and Joshua out of the 12 that he sent, that Moses sent, only Caleb and Joshua got to see the promised land. Everybody came back. Moses said, hey, go check out this new land. Tell me what's going on down there. He didn't say, go see what our adversaries are like and if we can beat them or not. Everybody came back saying, oh my gosh, they're so big. There's no way we can win. Listing the complaints and all of the reasons why we could not win. Except for Caleb and Joshua, who didn't stand there giving the details about how fierce they were. But gave Moses the details of how amazing this promised land was flowing with milk and honey. That was the report that he wanted because Moses already knew they were going to win. And so did Caleb and Joshua. And therefore their attitude wasn't of, oh my gosh, look at what we're up against. It was, this is what we're up against. So let's plan accordingly. And as we plan accordingly, let's keep moving. 
Let's push forward. Let's claim what is ours. Let's claim what is ours. Last night, um, I was at a Bible study with my good friends here in the community. And, um, and one of the things that came up in those readings that we were going through, it was uh, God's promises. And it was talking about abiding in him. Those who abide in him get to see eternal life. And so I looked up the definition of abide. And lots of times we, I, I don't know why, but in my mind, I feel like I see abide as um, kind of like being cuddled by him. I don't know why when I think of abide, I feel of the word like comfort and being cuddled. But that's not what it means. I looked up the definition and it literally means accepting a rule, direction, or recommendation. Accepting that. And so he's saying those that abide in me get to see the promises fulfilled. Those who follow the directions, those who follow the rules, those who follow my recommendations. And so it is so amazing. It is so amazing to see that every step we make in obedience gives us that confidence to keep moving forward to the promised land. The promised land could be many different things for all of us. Your promised land could be having better health. Your promised land could be having a profitable business. Your promised land could be having better relationships with your family and your clients. One of the questions I asked on the page um, yesterday, I believe it was, was how much time have you spent in conversation with your clients versus just talking at them. See, God is asking us to go deeper in our walk, not only with him, but the people that we serve. Because everybody else just talks. Everybody else just wants to get out their value, quote unquote, so that it can turn into a sale. That's worldly business. But the conversations that we have after the fact or even before the fact of even mentioning our business, that is where God wants to work. And I think sometimes we miss the mark on that. We come back to God with the long list of the reasons why we can't win in business. I'm not good at this. We speak death into our situations and our circumstances. We are consistently and constantly just listing out the negatives. And God cannot work in that space. He's taking you to the obstacle so that you can see him be faithful in walking you through it. And so it's super important for us to see that our job as faith-led entrepreneurs is in the message that we are bringing, in the extra conversations, in the conversation before we sell, in the conversation after we sell. 
that is where these people will see him. That is where these people will see us differently. What's different about her and what's different about her? I don't know why, but I just keep coming back. I can't stop coming back. There's something that is like a magnet, like those tractor beams. Remember like in Star Wars or what was it? Um, I forget the other show, <laughs> but anyways, like a tractor beam bringing people to you. What is it? What is it that's doing that? That's bringing him, bringing them back to you. It's him. It's his spirit because you were willing to have the deeper conversations. You were willing to have the deeper conversations. So Beverly saying, my obstacle is learning verses. God told me this morning, let it go. So if you don't know, um, in the Faith Led Business Builders free group on uh, Facebook, I have challenged everyone every week we are learning a new scripture verse because if we cannot use the armor of God, which is his word in our everyday life, when these obstacles come up, we are left defenseless. So I've asked them to go live in the group with their verse every week. And today, actually, we're going to be doing a drawing for who wins for the month. A little cool uh, little tumbler that I made for them. And there are over 600 people in that group, yet only a handful have been willing to share their verse live and to actually do the work. Beverly has been saying that her obstacle is to memorize, yet she's shown up to do the work. Therefore, it is not an obstacle. An obstacle would be if you didn't do it, if you let that stop you from even accomplishing the task. Beverly, in this case, is being super obedient because she knows she needs this for her life. And you better believe that God will bless her because she knows that even if it may be difficult, she's still willing to do the work. Even though business may be difficult for you, even though you may be in a wilderness right now where nobody's buying, everybody's freaked out because of the state of our country. There is something to learn. There is a different way to show up for them right now. Trust me, people are still spending money. They truly are. I've seen people buy, you know, $2,000 courses in these last few months. It's not for lack of money, it's for lack of priorities. And they don't see you as a priority right now. Why? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Why is it that they don't see you as a priority? Have we not taken the time to converse with them and go deeper? Once again, we are not part of worldly business where it's just buying and selling. Our job as faithpreneurs is sowing and reaping as my good friend Tara told me in an interview at the beginning of the year. I'll never forget it because it's so powerful and it's so true to our calling as people of faith. There's no way around it. And so today, I want you to take that wilderness and I want you to see that there's no mistake why you are there. 
And I want you to know that you have a choice right now. Your choice is to either continue walking around in the wilderness like the Israelites did for 40 years or to take the challenge to do the scary things, to dive deeper, to be obedient, to follow the rules, which the first one is to love God and the second one is to love your neighbor. If you are not following the rules that he has given you, regardless of your, I'm just going to throw this out there, regardless of your political opinion, do you think he's going to come in and bless your business? What are the rules that he's calling us to have? While yes, he wants us to speak out for justice and all of these things, but I would like to plant the seed right now. The way that we do it is what God takes into account. He had prophets out there telling people, giving people a word, smacking them down with truth. And that served its purpose. We are also called prophets. And how is it that we are showing up? Are we playing the same game? Just like in business, just like in business, our regular life is the same. We have to hold it to the same standard. Let's show the true colors of Holy Spirit in us as we converse with others, regardless what the topic is. And then we come around so we've got this mess over here and then we come around and we complain to God that our business isn't thriving and it's not working and nobody wants to buy from us and we can't sell. Guys, he's saying abide in me. Are you going to spend your time complaining? Or are you going to give thanks for what I have already given you and for what I am planning on giving to you? You're just not expectant. You're thinking this is it. And we are called to be a people that live in victory, that walk in victory, that speak in victory. And so it is time. It is time for us to develop our skills in the wilderness. It is time for us to be willing, to be willing to be the light. So that not only we can get out of our wilderness, but we show other people how to get out of it as well. This is a very uh, tense time in the world. Tomorrow is election day. And um, I'm sorry, I'm seeing that you guys, the broadcast might be freezing. You could go out and come back in. Um, so these are trying times. But God is saying, you know what? Hold your peace. Hold your peace. You can share your voice. You can share your message. But the moment you let go of your peace, you have strayed away from who I've called you to be. Because he is the king of peace. And if he resides in us, then we reflect him as well. 
And lots of people can say, but, but this person, but that person, but this, but. In God's book, there are no buts. He always calls us to be all in. He says you're either hot or you're cold. Make your choice. And the results will come according to your choice. And so I want us all to feel convicted right now that what we think our wilderness is, is not a wilderness. It's a moment of expectation to see God work in you, in the people around you, in the circumstances around you, in the way that provision comes that you never expected, in the way that customers come that you never expected. And we are here instead of like, oh my gosh, this is the worst wilderness ever. This is the worst season ever. You know how we're called to have, what kind of posture we're called to have in this? Like literally grab your popcorn, your popcorn tub and sit there. And you know those gifts where there are people like eating popcorn and just like waiting to see what's next? That is the posture he's asking us to have. What's next? What's next? Let me see what God is going to do with this situation that seems so bleak, so ridiculously impossible. Let me see what the creator of the stars and the universe can do with this. I am expectant. I am like, I can't even sleep. I am so excited. How many of you have ever melt, met your wilderness with excitement? I'm telling you, it's a change of mindset. If you were to approach your next issue with that excitement, with that thankfulness, with that expectation, trust me, you're going to move through it faster. Like in lightning speed. Lightning speed, because that is what God does many times. Not all the time. Sometimes we have to wait. But lately, I've been seeing him like be like, oh, you decided to be obedient? Boom, there you go. Oh, you're doing this? What I told you? You're doing what I told you to do? Boom, there you go. That's kind of what I've been seeing lately. You should give it a try. It's his promise come to fruition in you, in your life, in your family's life, and in your business. And so today the call is to remind you that you are not alone, you are not forgotten, that you are not there because of the fact that you think you've been forgotten, but that you are there on purpose to help you become the person he's called you to be, to help you develop into the leader that can lead others to have that same mindset. This is not just for us. As entrepreneurs, our job is to have those conversations with people, to grow our network, to grow our influence. And so he's saying, it's time in your wilderness is the perfect opportunity 
for you to address that and show others that you know where you're going, that you know where you're headed. It's into his arms. It's into his love. It's into his purpose. It's into his calling. It's into your next step. It's into Monica 2.0, version 2.0. And you can insert your name in there, version 2.0. The one who doesn't have to worry. The one who doesn't have to fear. The one who is bold and courageous. The one who moves to the fire instead of from the fire. Because you know that you have the power to put it out. That's who you are. And that's who he's called us to be. And so my only job here is to remind you of who you already are. So that you can click that button and just start activating it in your life. So here we go. Let's pray this day in. I'm super excited. It is Monday and um, it's the beginning of the week. It's going to be an amazing week. We are going to choose to be the light this week. There's going to be a lot happening and there are going to be a lot of people on edge. What is your choice? What is your reaction? What is your posture? Will you be and reflect the king of peace in the way that you show up this week. That is our calling. I challenge you to it. I challenge you. So here we go. Father God, we are just so thankful that now we understand when we are in a space where we feel it is a wilderness, it is not a time to feel alone. It is not a time to feel helpless. And the beautiful gift that we have as believers is that we will always get to have hope. Those who do not believe in you, they just think life is just life and oh well, and it's just awful. But we who believe in you, we get to experience the hope of glory in our lives. There is never an end point. There, there is also a this is happening and... Let me show you what God is going to do here. That is what comes out of our mouths. And so, Father, we want to continue to thank you, to praise you for giving us this new mindset, for giving us the mind of Christ, that we would be a witness to your peace, a witness to your love and compassion for others, that we would walk in the territory that you've called us to serve either online or in person and that people would stop and say what is different about her or him that is who we are called to be and once that question is posed that we would know what to say and we would always be able to point it back to you that is what you want for us and so we thank you, Lord. We ask for your protection, your provision, your covering over this nation as tomorrow uh, things start to unfold. And we are trusting that you are going to be in the middle of it all. Even when things seem desperate, you are still in the middle of it all. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. So here we go, guys. 
It's the beginning of an awesome week. I cannot wait to see how you turn your wilderness into expectation. And I want to know, let me know in the comments um, as you start going through things, how you decided to turn it around, how you decided to make a different choice. That is what I want to see happening. Um, over on the Faith Led Business page, I am going to be doing a, uh, what is it? One of those little wheel of, spin the wheel to see who the winner of our Tumblr is. Um, the Faithpreneur Tumblr for those who, uh, who decided to share their verse in the group. Uh, I'm going to have all your names in there and you get to get multiple times in there if you did it every week. So you should know four verses by now. And then we're gonna start again this month with a new set of verses. So I'm super excited for those of you who are participating. I'll be doing that around 3 p.m. Eastern. So, um, so jump onto the page for that so you can see who the winner is. And I can't wait to continue seeing all of us move forward um, with his word in our mouths so that nothing else, because you know we wanna say something else. You know, you know it, you know it. And Holy Spirit is like, that's what he's doing. Zip. And so he's saying, instead, let me give you the words to say. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Boom. Okay. That next thing that seems scary. No more because I have just declared it over my life. And that is how he wants us to approach every single thing. So if you are not yet part of my text squad where you get notifications when I come on live, I send it to you. Um, and this week as we're starting November, I'm gonna be sending you little tidbits and goodies around, um, around having your faith-led business and just life tips and such. You can message me, just say hi, at 408-539-9611. That's 408-539-9611. And I will message you back. Um, it will be a great time. Nobody else gets the message, only me. So, um, so it's an awesome place to be in the text squad. So I will see you there. Have a fabulous day, everybody. And um, jump on later to see who wins the Tumblr. All right. Love you all. Speak to you soon. Bye.